Hey yo, what's going on YouTube? Welcome back to another episode of Masculine Intellect Here with your host, David A. Hernandez We're still going over the 12 rules of life by Jordan Peterson We are in rule 11 Don't bother your kids while they're skateboarding So skateboarding Of course it is dangerous Of course the people skateboarding would be a lot safer if they had uh, protective equipment. But that would ruin the whole thing. The reason they are skateboarding is because they want to do something dangerous. They want to test their limits and they want to see how complacent they are at things in life. If they wore all the safety equipment, it would have no purpose. It's better to be competent. Being competent means that you're good at something and that lowers your risk. Being competent is better than being safe. Being safe means you're trying to protect yourself from the outside. Being competent means that you could go in the outside world and it is entirely safe to you because you are competent in the world. You're competent as a human being. That means you could do many different things and still be good at those things that you can survive in the world. How do you think your bloodline got so far is because your ancestors were competent enough to get you this far. Bloodlines that died off means that they were either not competent enough or not lucky enough because that does happen. But most of the time it's because they weren't competent. So that's the bloodlines that died off. But as humans, we like to live on the edge. We love dangerous things, we love risks. Some of us more than others, but it basically, it's a small reminder of our own mortality. That's the reason people skydive, that's the reason people drive really fast in cars, that's the reason people do parkour, is they want to live close to the edge. It's good to us, it's good for us to live with a little bit of risk, or else we just slumber around like slots, you know, with no purpose and unconscious, basically like a shell of a human. If we're overprotected, we will fail when something hard actually comes in our life. And you've seen this with grown, uh, grown children. It's what we have in this world, grown children. A lot of people were overprotected in their childhood instead of made to be competent. If you choose your, if you show your children how to be competent, they will become amazing in world but if you try to keep them safe they're more than likely gonna fail because they've never had a challenge and they've never had a failure so when something actually does challenge them they're gonna fail in order to see why somebody did something you have to look at the consequences and then infer a motive for example girls can win by winning in things that girls value right and then they can add to their winning by winning at stuff that boys value but boys can only win by doing stuff that boys value if they try to compete in the female hierarchy it so it serves them no purpose they're actually viewed as lower status if they try to compete in that hierarchy for example marriage from 1997 to 2012, the Pew Research Center uh, did a study on survey on men and women asking them if their goal was to get married. And from 1997 to 2012, that 
increased in women from 29% to 37%. But in men, it dropped 15% in the same time span. And that is because hierarchies create uh, losers and winners. And it's, it's more than evident to see who losers and winners are, especially in marriage. Marriage, I'm sorry to say this because I am actually an advocate for marriage, but marriage nowadays, it really doesn't serve a purpose for men. It, we are set up to lose from the beginning. And because of the marriage laws, the divorce laws, and all that stuff, even though you got prenup, you still are more than likely to use, lose half your stuff. If the women you're in a relationship says, hey, I don't want to do this no more, which is more than likely because 70% of divorces are started by women. And that goes up to 85% if it's a college educated woman. And that's because of hypergamy, which is a natural thing, not something you should hate or, or you know despise. It's just natural. Either use it to your benefit or it's going to work against you. But what does this apply to? Marriage is not a game that men can win. It's only beneficial to women. That's why you see the interest of men wanting to be involved in marriage has dropped. And it's raised in women because it's nothing but a benefit to them. And if, if it's not beneficial anymore, they could just dip and then they get a nice little severance package for the work they've done. And people care where they are in the dominance hierarchy. People don't really want to play in games that are set up for them to lose. For example, colleges, right? I've been to college and, you know, I know a lot of people that have been to college. And as we see in the studies, in the courses, there is an obvious left-leaning bias. And I've been there. I've been in the classes. It's very obvious, especially it's, it's dropping down to high schools and stuff, but that's besides the point. But how loud would the, would the uproar be if courses started leaning very right in in colleges compared to how left they are we would definitely hear about it but the thing is people who are leaning right aren't really just don't want to play the game anymore they said we're not going to pay for this stuff we're just going to build our own businesses and work for ourselves because that's the type of stuff that they value in societies that are well functioning now not compared to a hypothetical utopia, but compared to other societies, the main proponent of somebody's status is competence. Not the power that they hold, but how competent they are at whatever they do, whether they're a blacksmith, whether they're a, a mechanic, whether they're the king, whether they're a jester. However competent you are at your job, that's the type of status that you'll get not the type of power that you hold because everybody knows an idiot with power and nobody really respects them unless you stand in front of them but everybody respects the person who is super good at the job even if it's just the sign flipping guy we all see him and just marvel at his skills like wow he's actually really good at that you just have to be competent and that's the main uh, message over this chapter is just be competent at whatever you're doing and that's why kids skateboard because they want to be good at it even though it's dangerous they want to be good so do not bother them while they're skateboarding so what is the problem with group group identity could be fractured down to the level of the individual meaning that 
a group's identity cannot entirely capture who you are. And that's something I had to realize back like, I'm gonna say six months ago, whenever I was heavy into a certain type of group. And I still believe some of the ideas, but I don't agree with everything. So I don't identify entirely with that group. And that's one thing that is slowing us down as a society right now is the the power of groupthink, the power of memes, the power of the power of groupthink, the power of memes, and then the power of just the media to control the narrative. Because we've seen that with the presidential race. Yes, Trump was racist. Yes, he was obnoxious. This, this, and that. But now Joe Biden is literally tearing down our our whole country taxes are absurd he is not working on the right things he ain't delivered no police reform he has not delivered on anything he said he was gonna do he didn't deliver you know what was it loan forgiveness for college students which I don't necessarily agree with because I you know go for personal accountability but he said he was gonna do it but he ain't deliver on it so now that everybody that voted for him sees the damages of what group think could do because everybody was we need to go vote this this and that and majority of people are either silent or very unhappy on the job that he's done in the first three months so that's why group think is very dangerous so another good tip from this chapter whenever you confront somebody it's good to tell them exactly what you want them to do what not what they have done Whenever you're coming at somebody, it's don't just assume that if they love me, they would know what I want them to do. No, you should assume ignorance before malevolence because in yourself, most of us are good people inside. So whenever we do something that might hurt somebody or offend somebody, most of the time we don't really consider what we did. We might have just been like, hey, I'm, I'm going to say this little joke or I'm going to sit in the spot or whatever. And now somebody is upset. If you're upset with somebody, tell them exactly why or exactly what you want to happen. Assume that they're just being ignorant and didn't realize what they did. So tell them exactly what you want them to do or else the problem will not get solved. How can a woman become complete? She must form a, a positive relationship with the masculine consciousness. Stand up to the terrible world. It's in your power. An actual man can help her do that, but it's better for the entire world if nobody is too dependent. Men enforce a certain code with each other. When working together, we expect each other to pull their own weight or else we're gonna be like, hey bro, pull your own weight. You dragging the rest of us behind. Stay awake, pay attention. Don't whine or be too touchy. Stand up for your friends. Don't suck up or be a snitch. Don't be a slave to stupid rules. Let me say that one again. Don't be a slave to stupid rules. As a man, you can't ever be dependent on anybody. Never be dependent. Always be a self-starter. Always be a man who is willing to do stuff himself. As men, we have the ability to joke and harass each other in a fun way. It's basically a shit test to see who can handle really being a man because you don't want somebody working next to you who can't even handle a joke. How are they going to be able to handle this hard work? Are you tough, entertaining, and competent? No? Then go away. We don't need you here. 
Simple as that. No man is going to ever feel sorry for another man. Realize that. We don't want to put up with your narcissism and we don't want to put up with your work. We don't want to do your work for you. So there's an ad and it shows a young man. He's weak and embarrassed and as he should be. What does he have to be proud of if you're a weak man? He gets put down by men and also even worse by desirable women. But what does the man do? Instead of going to his basement soaking and having full of resentment and eating Cheeto dust and playing his video games, he chooses improvement. He looks at his scarecrow frame and sees, wow, I can actually build to that. I can improve myself. And what does that happen? What does that translate to? He puts a plan into action to better himself to become the hero if of his own story. Because as men, that's what we have to do. We have to be the heroes of our own story. We're not like women. Nobody is gonna save us. We can't just marry somebody and be good for the rest of our life. We don't have the government giving us handouts all the time. Everybody knows of a stock trader who was a millionaire who lost it all and is now living in the park. But that doesn't happen to women. And that's not to bash women, that's to tell men, stand on your own two feet. You're the only person that's responsible for you. So what happens to Mac, which is the guy in the ad? He gets big, he gets strong, he goes back to the beach, and then he punches his bully in the face. And then the girls see that and they're like, wow, such a strong, handsome man. And now he gets girls. Instead of before, they were putting him down and they were, you know, ignoring him and not giving him the time of day. You can be the own hero of your story. If a woman is healthy, she doesn't want a boy. She wants a man. She wants somebody she could contend with, somebody she could grapple with. If she's smart, she wants somebody that's smarter. If she's tough, she wants somebody that's tougher. If she's driven, she wants somebody that's even more driven. A woman wants something that she can't already provide herself. That is your whole point. You're there to provide something that she cannot. That is the reason that you see smart, tough, attractive women end up being lonely is because they can't ever really find somebody that matches their level. And that is at fault of the men because especially now, men are way too weak. We got these soy boys, etc., just bringing down the, the overall testosterone of men. So basically, what this chapter is, is if you're a weak man and people have called you a bitch and all types of things, make yourself stronger. You are responsible for you. You are responsible for your story. You are responsible for your life. Take your life into your own hands and then run 100 miles per hour at your goals. You're the only person that's responsible for you. Stop expecting the world to come and save you. You are not a woman. You are a man. Act like a man. Get out your feelings and stop being so sensitive. Be competent. Be good at a skill. Become better. That way you could be great and that way you could increase your masculine intellect. Peace.